Welcome to the Park Road Podcast for January 12, 2014. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Amy Jacks Dean, co-pastor at Park Road, along with Russ Dean. Her sermon is entitled, Discovering a Well in the Desert. I've been through the water twice myself. First time was just a sprinkling, but I remember it well. Second time, I went all the way under, but that time I didn't really want to go. It was a requirement to join the church, so I did it. Very reluctantly, laced in a bit of resentment, I did it. I went all the way under. The first time was my own choice when I was 13 years old. The first time was a spiritual decision for me. I was ready to join the church to make my profession of faith public, and I had not been baptized as an infant in a tradition that does infant baptism, so I asked to be baptized when I joined the church. My parents, my brother and sister and their spouses stood beside me as I knelt on that red velvet padded altar of my little country church though I don't think anyone told me to listen. To listen to see if I could hear my name called. No one told me to watch and see if the heavens were going to open up. No one told me to try to feel the brush of the wings of the descending dove as the water drops fell upon my head. And no one told me to watch or listen at my immersion baptism either when I was almost 20 years old. I'm sure they said the right words, words that go something like, because of your decision to follow in the way of Jesus, I baptize you, my sister, buried in the likeness of his death, raised to walk in the newness of life. But no one told me what might just happened. And so I wasn't paying attention. So if the heavens opened and the dove descended and the voice spoke on those two occasions, I missed it both times. I'm quite sure it happened. I think I just missed it. Now, before I throw my childhood pastor under the bus and my father-in-law with him, the two who baptized me, I will say that I've actually been through the water many more times than two. I've been in the water with many children. I've been in the water with a good many youth. I've been through the water with a few adults. I've been through the water in the the lake in the middle of nowhere, Cuba. I've been through the water with my very own flesh and blood. To get to say those holy words that every mother pastor yearns to say, I baptize you, my son, and now my brother, in the name of Jesus. Buried in the likeness of his death, raised to walk in the newness of life. 
And in all these other times of going through the water with all these other people, I can't recall telling them to watch for the heavens because they might just open up. And I don't remember telling them to be attentive to the feel of the brush of the dove's wings on their cheek. And I don't think I told them to listen for their name, to listen intently for that voice that will in that moment call them beloved, followed by the words, in you I am well pleased. Today is baptism of the Lord Sunday. It's the day that we remember that Jesus was commissioned at his baptism. The day that he really went public and the day that his ministry got its start. His cousin John didn't think he was worthy to do the baptizing, but Jesus insisted. And when Jesus insisted, some folks tended to follow. As soon as Jesus hit the water, there was something about it that was so cleansing, so peaceful, so powerful, so full of hope and holiness, so life-giving and life-changing that the voice could be heard that day, so it was told. Beloved bellowed. That day, they were all paying attention and they all heard it. It's the name we all long to hear, isn't it? But so many rarely, if ever, do. Beloved. 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 Beloved, beloved, <laughs> I want to invite you in this moment to begin to open, open yourself up, to be alert and aware, to take a deep breath if you need to, and to just listen. I want to invite you to put aside all that is distracting you and weighing you down and prepare yourselves that you might hear it today. It might sound like a whisper, it might sound like a shout, but putting all else aside, I want you to consider that today you may hear your true given name, Beloved. Henry Nouwen says that when we finally hear it, when we finally hear our real and true name called, it's like discovering a well in the desert. Once you've touched wet ground, you will want to dig deeper. We are inundated with other names. The names our parents give us when the birth certificate is filled out, of course. And then, of course, there's all kind of other names, nicknames that are endearing or actually make fun of us in some way or another. And then there are the names that we give ourselves that play over and over and over on that negative tape that runs in our minds all the time. Names like 
Lonely? Failure? Inadequate? I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. Or my favorite name, it's all my fault. And then there are the names that we are bullied by. And for the children in the room, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to say some words that are not nice. But it's important to say them out loud to hear their sting. When we are bullied by names like stupid or dumb or slow or retard or gay or four eyes or fat or loser or lazy or nobody or my favorite name, it's all your fault. How often do we open ourselves up to a heaven that is itching to break open and to set that dove free once again so that the voice can speak out loud in our hearts again. Beloved, in you I am well pleased. I don't care what anybody else says or what you say to yourself. Church historian Bill Leonard says that the early Christians certainly made the most of baptism. Tertullian describes the event as practiced in the second century church. Here's the way he describes it in the second century church. When we are going to enter the water, we solemnly profess that we disown the devil, his pomp, and his angels. Hereupon we are thrice immersed making a somewhat ampler pledge that the Lord has appointed in the gospel. Then when we are taken up, we taste first a mixture of milk and honey, and from that day we refrain from the daily bath for a whole week. Now that's a commitment that takes holiness to a whole new level. Maybe more children would be baptized if we told them they didn't have to take a bath for a whole week. But did you know that in the early Christian centuries, converts were baptized naked. Now that'd perk up a Sunday morning worship service, wouldn't it? <laughs> and when they came up naked out of the water, not naked, naked. <laughs> when they came up naked out of the water, they put on white robes as a sign that they were wearing Christ. And they wore those robes for a period of time to remind them and everyone else of who they now were and what they had done. In today's text, Jesus is revealed as beloved. This is my beloved. It's like an announcement. So logic would suggest that if we are his followers, then we too are being revealed as beloved. In this moment, I'm going to ask you to throw off all of your other names. I want you to use your holy imagination. I want you to suspend disbelief. 
Jesus and his disciples did it all the time. Just read the Bible. And then I want you to watch and listen. The heavens are itching to open right now. The dove is already a flutter to descend. The voice is already speaking. You are being revealed as beloved. Today, it's like an announcement. If you could see it, and if you could hear it, your whole world would be changed. But until you can see it, and until you can hear it for yourself, it will be almost impossible for you to ever utter it, and it have very much meaning. Jesus' ministry started in this moment. When the announcement was made, this is my beloved in whom I am well pleased. If you could hear it today, if you could see it today, your ministry might begin. May it be so. Amen. Thanks for listening today. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Grace and peace to you.